your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. Woo, baby! The Lightning tied the series one game to one. Adam Danker, if you are listening to this episode, I told you, bro, I am your good luck charm. If you guys hadn't checked out that episode, we did a special crossover episode yesterday explaining everything about the Stanley Cup Finals, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the New Jersey Devils. We talked about it all, and I told Danker, don't be sitting on pins and needles unless the Lightning go down two games to two. That's when you have to be nervous because even though it's not a must win, you'd much rather tie the series and get some momentum versus being down 2 nothing and being behind the eight ball and basically screwing your title chances because with all due respect, it is possible to come back down 2 to nothing, but unfortunately, it's not the ideal situation because you kind of screw yourself, and if you go down 3 nothing, that's a kiss of death right there. But anyway, we do not need to worry about the Lightning have tied the series one game to one. Now, let's get back to this episode, and let's clear some stuff on the agenda. So, as some of you may or may not know, I am absolutely awful with time. So, every time I say new episode about this tomorrow, this or that, I always say, oh, it got pushed back because this news source broke, or this happened, or this, that, and a third. Well, you get the point of it. I'm awful with time, but I am going to say, I know this is Locked On Devils, and I know this is uh, a hockey podcast, but someone in a different sport said something that I think is quite interesting, and, and it can relate to the Devils, because I think a few Devils fans can relate to it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about when an NBA superstar was pissed off that he didn't win MVP, and he felt like he was snubbed, and he felt like the voting was just awful, and just not taken into full, careful, meticulous consideration. So, that kind of got me thinking, was there ever a New Jersey Devils player who was snubbed of MVP? And I am thinking of Marty Brodeur, 2003. So, we're going to talk about that in tomorrow's episode, but today, guys, I have to be honest with you, today's been very hectic for me because, you know, being back in college, I have a lot of work to do and I have some catching up to do, so, you know what, today's very hectic and I don't really have time to sit down and meticulously show you guys how Marty Brodeur was snubbed in a certain year of winning MVP, but I do promise that episode will be tomorrow because, listen to me, I never want to give you guys a crappy episode and I feel like that type of episode requires a lot lot of attention to detail it requires a lot of research and you know what I have to be on my A game for that I'm not on my A game today so I need to revert to something that's a little more within my range for times like this so what am I going to be doing today I'm going to bring back a classic you guys seem to love it when I dissect interviews and today's interview it's going to involve Jack Hughes because I've been talking about him the last few episodes. I talked about him in my crossover with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I talked about it in my open hockey discussion with Vinny Sansoni, which, by the way, is our most listened to episode this month. So thank you guys for listening to that. And also, if anyone's hailing from Illinois, great job. That's uh, bumping up my listenership. So I have never gotten that many listeners from Illinois. So shout out to Vinny and all his posse out there. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So 
We are going to be talking about Jack Hughes' interview when he signed his contract with the New Jersey Devils. It's sort of going to be a comedic episode because we know what happened and I'm just going to clown on him. I'm going to react to it because, you know what, you got to mess with your youngsters and things of that nature. So I feel like today's episode is going to be a lot of fun because in times like this, I just need to let loose. I need to have fun. And I have fun doing these types of episodes because it's just funny to do sort of a reaction video, at, you know, sort of to what you see similar on YouTube when your favorite YouTuber reacts to this certain song or uh, challenge, uh, things of that nature. So I like to do this on my show. You guys seem to enjoy it. And it's a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. So we're going to do that. And I think I've spoken long enough, don't you think? Yeah, 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 I've spoken long enough. Let's bring in the first question. So Amanda, take it away with Jack Hughes. Well, first of all, congratulations, Jack. That must have been a Thank very you. exciting moment. What was that like when you have, I know it's only two quick seconds, but <laughs> putting that pen to paper for the first time on your first NHL contract? Um... I wasn't really thinking about it until Sarah kind of said it was a big moment and I got a little nervous for it, but um, I mean, it's obviously awesome. You you dream to play in the NHL and a contract's another step towards that goal, so uh, it was obviously a really special moment. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, I actually play college baseball, so when I signed my letter of intent, yeah, in reality, it might have been only for like, what, like two seconds, like Jack Hughes said about signing his contract. And by no means am I trying to compare my experience with signing something with Jack Hughes because we are not on the same boat at all and never will be. But, you know, uh, signing a contract like that is really surreal and it just, you know, assures you, you made it. You know, you finally did it. This makes it official. So even though it might only seem like two seconds in real time when you look back at it on the video or whatever you use to record. I don't know. Some people use a potato, so that's why um, uh, the quality is always low. Uh, that's that's a meme if anyone doesn't know. But um, So, so yeah, in, in real time, it might seem short, but in actuality, like when you're just doing it in the moment, it seems so much longer. You know, just that cursive of your first name, your last name. Yeah, and things go by really fast. So uh, that's definitely... Uh, surreal feeling so I understand where he's coming from and also that's just a great way to start off the interview because that's why you're interviewing him in the first place he's officially a New Jersey Devil you can officially talk to him about the New Jersey Devils because nothing can happen set in stone you sold your uh soul kid to the New Jersey Devils oh wait 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 wait! I wasn't supposed to say that I wasn't supposed to oh, forget what I said forget what I said uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't supposed to say that but anyway so uh yeah, that, that's a very surreal feeling and a great way to start off the interview. Great job, Amanda. Before we continue, I know, I know, I know you're enjoying what you're listening to, but just hear me out for a second because I need to make an important announcement. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see 
all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I was going to say, that that is really the official first next step. <laughs> when that happens, when that pen is to paper, it means the NHL store, the store downstairs, can start selling 86 Hughes jerseys. What do you, th- what do you think about when you hear that? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, growing up, buying jerseys always looking in the stores, looking at players' jerseys, and now for for your jersey to be up on, on the sale rack um, being sold, I think it's really cool. And, and uh, it's maybe it'll be pretty funny to see a, a little kid wear, wear an 86 used jersey. Well, kid, I hope you enjoyed your 15 minutes of fame because after your rookie season, one of the worst performing rookie seasons by a first overall draft pick since the 90s, I assure you, no kid wants your jersey anymore. So I hope you enjoyed that feeling for about, um, I'd say, like 15 minutes. As I said, 15 minutes of fame. But uh, trust me, you need to work harder, okay? Instead of worrying about that, yeah, I know it's cool. I know it's surreal. But at the same time, after your rookie season, ain't no kids looking up to you. Ain't no kids looking up to you. How can you pair yourself to Patrick Kane? Say you idolize Patrick Kane, which my friend Vinny Sansoni said that Patrick Kane is the best American player to ever play in the NHL, and you put up that performance? Ain't nobody want your jersey. I don't want your jersey. If someone gave me your jersey, I'd just throw it right in the trash. And or or you know what I would say? Uh, I would if someone gave me your jersey, I would put it in my bathroom and say, "Hey, thanks for the decorative toilet paper," because that's how you played like. You finish the sentence. What has this week been like? Because, you know, you're a team first guy. I know you don't like a lot of attention just on yourself. So you've been here with, you know, people who can be your teammates and there's focus on the team. What has this been like for you at development camp? Yeah, it's been a good week. It's uh, it's pretty busy. Um, long days, a lot of, lot of talks, a lot of, lot of on ice um, video, stuff like that. But it's good. Um, I mean, this is a place to learn, develop. And then for me, it's kind of another place I can get more comfortable with New Jersey. Um, kind of find my way around the rink a little bit more, I think, and get more comfortable around here. So I think it's a, it's a really good learning curve being here and obviously, like I said, being more comfortable. Amanda has a great point that I 100% agree with. Jack Hughes is a team player. He's such a team player that he chooses not to score or he chooses to do better with certain lines, aka when Taylor Hall was on the rank. New Jersey, we just cannot catch a break. We have Nico Heizer, who was also drafted number one, and he's amounted to nothing. Albeit, I've said this millions and millions and millions of times, his draft class wasn't good, but still, first overall pick, you're supposed to be one that stands out. And now we have this guy, Jack Hughes, who has just done nothing. He's five foot eleven. He weighs like uh, he's the same weight of a, as a piece of paper, essentially, when he's on the rink for the NHL. So we need something. And I don't know if it's this guy. Everyone I've spoken to says this guy is a bust. I will give him one more year, and I can't wait for the expansion draft. Oh, wait, he's exempt from the expansion draft. So we are stuck with him. And you know what? Uh, I hate to say this. 
I really do. But uh, one of my inside sources told me that the New Jersey Devils should have went with their backup plan and not draft Jack Hughes, but draft the player who went second overall. I don't even want to say his name because that's just going to make me even more angry. And also, also, maybe, just maybe, because keep in mind, Jack Hughes does have an older brother who didn't do too hot in his rookie season, but he ended up becoming an all-star in his sophomore year campaign. So I'm just hoping that maybe Jack Hughes and his brothers, maybe they just get off to slow starts and then they dominate. Because I'll give the kid some patience because, like I said, he's... uh, He's younger than me, I believe. Yeah, he's younger than me. He's five foot eleven. He needs to put on some weight. I've said this countless times on countless amount of episodes. So if he could just do that, I believe he could be something special. But I'm not going to hold myself accountable for that because it's the New Jersey Devils. We gotta hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. I was trying to impersonate the Lion King. Uh, that that was awful. I know it was out of tune. It was awful and probably cringeworthy, but you know what? In times like this, I need just some sort of laughter and some sort of uh, just some sort of energy just to get me through this. Because, like I said, I'm having a rough day at school, and, and oh, don't worry, no one hurt me. It's just um, you know, work can pile on you, and stuff like this could just stress you out. So, just stuff like this, and also just trying to figure out the scheduling for this show. It can be stressful some sometimes, so. You know, I just need some sort of energy, so bear with me. All right, let's move on to the next question. By the way, uh, before we move on to the next question, I do want to say this to the New Jersey Devils. Hey, maybe sending him down wouldn't be the worst idea in the world? Uh, uh, No, that's not going to happen, but still, I I tried. I tried my best. When you first got drafted, you said, I'm pumped to be a devil, (laughs) which is awesome. But now you're getting that full experience through the culture talks, being on the ice, meeting the coaching staff, the AHL staff, all that. How has that changed your um, thought process behind what it truly means to be a part of this particular club? Yeah, I think um, it's much more than just the New Jersey Devils. I mean, it's it's a logo, obviously, but there's a lot that comes with it. Um, a lot of responsibility, a lot of a lot of things you kind of take take with pride and. Uh, so it's, it's really exciting to be a part of the Devils, such a, a tight-knit group, tight-knit organization. I mean, kind of a place where you treat the janitor as much as, with as much respect as you do with the president. So, uh, I mean, for me, it's a really, really great organization to be a part of, and I'm really excited. Now, I don't know if I'm crazy or not, so I'm just going to presume that he said the word janitor and not like a GM, because at first I thought he was saying you treat the GM with as much respect as you would with the president. And by president, I thought he meant the United States of America. But, you, you, you know, I, I'm just going to assume janitor because you, you treat the janitor or the custodian of the New Jersey Devils with as much respect as you would treat the president of the New Jersey Devils. I think that's what he was implying. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. Or maybe I just need to get my hearing fixed. So, uh, anyway, uh, I'm glad this kid has morals. I'm glad that he's a good kid. Listen, If anything should be taken away from this breakdown interview, it's that Jack Hughes is not a bad kid. He's a great guy, and you know what? And that answer that he just gave was, albeit generic, cliche, the same as anyone else, and just uh, sort of like a no-duh kind of thing. Uh, At least he's a good kid. He's nice, and he's respectful, 
And you know what? I don't think he's hard to work with. So if he really needs to get better, if he really needs to improve, wait, 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 wait. Let me rephrase that. He needs to improve. He needs to get better. I'm sure the coaching staff, I'm sure Lindy Ruff, Mark Recchi, all those guys, you know, former players. Uh, you got Ruff, who was a defensive man. You got uh, Recchi, who was a winger. So I'm sure they can help Jack Hughes develop into a great player. Now, Lindy, stay away from him. Please do not make him a two-way player. That's not what we need. Anyway, if you guys are confused as to what I'm talking about, Lindy Ruff and two-way players, please check out my past Lindy Ruff episodes because I am done ranting about that. So anyway, so I'm glad he's a good guy. And yeah, New Jersey, blah, 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 cliche, blah, 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 generic, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, all that kind of stuff. So albeit it was, it was very nice. It was very sweet, but just so generic, so boring. Like, no, duh, kid. Come on. Spice it up a little bit. I know it's your first interview, but come on. Even my sister could do better. My sister's 10. When you think of making your NHL debut, what do you think about that potential moment that could happen, you know, a couple months from now? Yeah, it's wild. I mean, you, you grow up think, dreaming of that, thinking about it. Um, I mean, looking outside the window at school, thinking about that moment. Um, for it to possibly happen in a month or two, it's 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 awesome and really exciting. Um, it'll be an amazing moment for me and my family, and uh, I mean all the work I've I've kind of spent and it is all leading up to that moment. So it's it'll be a dream come true and something I look forward to for for a lot of days to come till it happens. All right, first I'm gonna clown on him and then I will relate to him. So. First, the clowning part, because this is sort of like a comedic episode, because like I said, this is an old interview before he made his NHL debut. This was after he signed his contract that made it official. So let's clown on him first, and then let's relate to him. So for the clowning part, so does someone have a red rubber ball that I can just squeeze like on their nose, like uh, so I could just make that noise? Okay, no, we, and we don't have the sound effects? Okay, no, so, okay, let me... Let me, let me just uh, clown on him real quick. So, someone forgot to tell you, kid, that it's 2020. Well, technically this was 2019, but still, 2020 wasn't approaching. Let, let's consider this the 2020 season. Anything could happen. And anything can go wrong. And not only did your rookie season go wrong, the NHL season went into a different mode. Now we are in uh, pods. Now we are in uh, bubbles. Now everything got screwed up. Few games got canceled. Uh, oh, that's another thing. In tomorrow's episode, no, not tomorrow's episode. In a future episode this week, we're going to talk about the NHL awards, who won it, who I think got snubbed, and things of that nature. But you know what? That's an episode for another time. So anyway, I just want to say, yeah, kid, uh, twenty twenty, uh, yeah. Uh, but here, I want to relate with them. I couldn't imagine the feeling of all my hard work, all my dedication. Let's just hypothetically say I was trying to make it to the NHL. And everyone knows how scarce rinks are. Everyone knows how expensive hockey is. And all my hard work, all my dedication into that sport. And I finally get to play in the NHL. I get to play in front of thousands of people. I get to play in front of my idols. I get to play maybe some with my idols. You know, you know, some players are drafted to the team they want to get drafted. And 
Uh, also, uh, next question will reflect that. Jack Hughes does have a brother, and, you know, all my brothers uh, going to the... Well, it, it won't happen, but still. All my brothers, let's just say hypothetically, they're also in the NHL, so that's also pretty cool. So we could be like the the Stahl brothers or the Subban brothers, or now uh, Jack Hughes actually has another brother who's up and coming, and he actually, uh, I believe he's from Michigan as well. I, did he go to the University of Michigan? N- not Jack Hughes, but I think his brother, or, or am I thinking of the older one? But anyway, either way, they have some Michigan ties, so that's why I also like them. So, you know, things of that nature. I couldn't imagine that feeling, so... Uh, that's actually really cool and very uh, generous of him to state that just because all your hard work, all your dedication, the sweat, blood, tears, uh, dedication, championships, high scoring seasons, low scoring seasons, it's all finally worth it because you're in the NHL and you're playing at the Prudential Center and you're putting on a show or will put on a show once you get your act together. But anyway, let's move on to the next question, shall we? What player are you most excited to line up against in the NHL? Um, what do you think would be your, your moment like, okay, I think, I'm here yeah, now. I think the easy answer is 43 on Vancouver. Fair. I think, um, I think that's the one that's going to be the most exciting, maybe. The one that will get me a little, not, not starstruck, but uh, kind of, kind of, wow, like I'm here is Crosby for sure. Um, been the most dominant player in the league for so many years. I mean, that's a guy I don't I don't know that well. I I, I don't really know him. So uh, once I'm starting to play against him, I'll be like, wow, like this is pretty crazy. Thanks for doing this, Jack. Awesome. That is really nice that he said his brother, and it was also kind of expected. So like I said, I couldn't imagine that feeling of me and my brothers uh, just playing the sport that we loved growing up, and now we're finally all in the big leagues because it's very rare for that to happen. Because it's it's rare for just a single person to make it to the big leagues, let alone like three brothers, four brothers, like man, all the Stahl brothers making it to the NHL, unheard of. Like I I I I've seen duo siblings, but not as many as the Stahl brothers, not four. So you know that's pretty impressive, and it's also nice that uh, he mentioned his brother, number forty three, Vancouver Canucks. So you know that 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 was pretty nice of him to give his brother a shout out, but. Anyway, he's got another brother up on the way, and like I said, I'm not sure if he's attending the University of Michigan or not. I think I got them confused. There's just so many of them. I, I, I'm I losing track. But anyway, uh, he mentioned Sidney Crosby as well. I personally do not like Sidney Crosby, and I think he's a bit of a jerk. And also, I can't take away from Sidney Crosby, though. He, he, he is one of the best-performing first overall draft picks in NHL history, along with Patrick Kane and... You know, I, I can't take that away from him. Now, if only Jack Hughes was like that, and maybe if Sidney Crosby played like Now nah, I'm just confusing myself. So I was going to say, well, what if Sidney Crosby was like Jack Hughes and Jack Hughes was like Sidney Crosby and the Devils will be in a different position, but I'm just confusing myself. I, I don't know what I'm saying. But, uh, but that's basically all for the interview. I'll, pull the, I'll put the link in the description for the full interview. So you guys seem to like when I dissect these interviews. Yes, it was a Jack Hughes clowning episode, but that's what you have to do with your youngsters. I did it with Riley Walsh, so I had to do it with Jack. Jack Hughes, and I probably am going to do it with Nico Heizer or Foot or Brat or whatever the case might be. So it's going to be a clowning episode sometime in the future. Maybe I'll rename it to Clowning Special, Clowning This Person, Analyzing an Interview. Now nah, that would probably get me in a lot of trouble. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this classic that I brought back. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you in tomorrow's episode.